What's up, you guys? I am Micah Folsom, and you're listening to the Do Your Crap Podcast. I was overwhelmed, uninspired, and unfulfilled, and I knew there had to be a different way to do life. Turns out, there totally is. And I found my calling in helping people learn and do the unsexy habits that build a legendary life. Each and every week, I'm going to help you bust through the crap that's holding you back and break down the simple habits and mindset shifts that will help you rock every aspect of your life. Are you ready to do the things that most people won't so that you can live the life that most people can't? Here we go. Welcome back to the Do Your Crap Podcast. This is your host, Micah Folsom, and we have a powerful guest with us today. His name is Steven Eisen, and he is the founder and CEO of Lokai, the iconic bracelet brand that motivates wearers to stay humble at their highs and hopeful at their lows in life. He is also the founder of Elements of Balance, a plant-based supplement and beverage line with clinically effective levels of adaptogens to support energy, focus, calm, and sleep. So you can find balance in all areas of life. Get this. He currently serves as the youngest member on the national board of the make a wish foundation. He was named to the Forbes 30 under 30 list for retail and e-commerce in 2017 and was the Ernst and young entrepreneur of the year awards finalist in 2016. He has done some epic things in business. And his motto through it all has been really navigating the highs and the lows of life, turning your pain into purpose. And that is what we're going to dig into in today's conversation. You don't want to miss it. Grab your notebook and let's turn it over to the show. All right, Stephen, welcome to the show. We're so pumped to have you. Micah, thanks for having me. Yeah, of course. So I want our audience to really know who you are, really understand. I mean, the work that you do is so big and so impactful. Where did it all begin? How did you get into all of this? Yeah. So uh, when I was 19, my grandfather was diagnosed with Alzheimer's. And at that point in my life, it was the lowest point that I was going through. And um, I was just thinking about the highs and lows that I had in my own life. And how everybody goes through highs and lows in their life and yeah. um, thought about how I could create a product that inspired people to stay humble when they're on top of the world and hopeful when they've hit a low. And it's kind of the inspiration behind Lokai, which is my first company. That's awesome. So tell us, tell us a little bit more about Lokai for those that aren't familiar. Sure. So Lokai bracelets have a white ball on them and a black ball injected in the white balls, water from Mount Everest and injected in the black balls, mud from the Dead Sea. Um, so the highest and lowest points on earth is a daily reminder to find balance, no matter what you're going through. That's so powerful. So powerful. So at 19, that's when you came up with this idea or that's when it all began with your grandpa's story. Uh, that's when I came up with the idea. Um, when That was the week I learned about my grandfather's Alzheimer's. And then I uh, worked on Lokai for three years while I was in college. Wow. And then I launched the company in June of 2013 when I graduated. Okay. So the fact that one, you were 19 years old and you are able to really connect, okay, I'm going through this. I'm feeling this, this is hard. And how can I turn this pain into purpose? I think that is so inspiring and something that all of us can really learn from, because I feel like the most powerful stories really do come from the most painful experiences. And what we do with it after that is 
like the monumental point for so many people. So let's dig into that for a sec. How did you come to the place where like, okay, this is hard, this is painful. And now how can I do good from this place? Yeah. I mean, I would always, I I would consider myself an entrepreneur and have always been one, even as a little kid coming up with ideas all the time. And for me, it just, uh, it got me thinking. And um, I also wanted to give back, right? Because it was Alzheimer's is the first time I was dealing with a disease, a sickness. And uh, so from the very beginning, we've always said Loki donates 10% of profits to charity. And this year we'll pass $10 million donated to organizations. So I always just wanted to continue my grandfather's legacy and um, build something great that helped the world and helped other people. That's incredible. So in the midst of it all, so now you have a family, right? Mm -hmm. How many kids do you have? I have two little guys, uh, four-year-old and two-year-old. Awesome. So let's let's talk about that journey a little bit. How do you balance it all with obviously these big companies that are very, very successful, family life, fulfillment, like where, how does everything fit together? Yeah, you know, I, you kind of learn along the way. Um, even in college, I, I, I view myself as someone who likes to do lots of different things. Right. And I don't really fit one box. When I was in college, I was on the track team. I was an entrepreneur. I was doing school. I was um, in a fraternity. And so you have to learn how to balance them all and do them all well. What I've found to be the best for me is I live and die by my calendar. Um, Mm. So I block out everything from my workouts to the time that I spend with my kids uh, to when I'm working and when I'm sleeping. Um, because I know that if it's in my calendar and there's nothing else happening, I can be fully present with whatever I'm doing. Um, and so, yeah, that's, to me, that's been the biggest tool to allow me to find balance. And uh, another thing that I always think about, uh, when I'm planning my time is I look at, okay, my last day on earth when I'm old and I look back, what am I going to be proud of? What am I going to regret? What am I going to wish I did more of or less of? Um, And I try to live my life in that way. And for me, that means always prioritizing family and my health. Um, And so, yeah, really just using that guide as, as where I'm spending my time on a weekly, daily, weekly, monthly basis. Um, And I find when I work out, I'm the best dad, I'm the best husband, I'm the best leader in my company. Um, and so if, I, if, if I'm not succeeding in, with my family and my health, then I don't view myself as successful, um, yeah. no matter how much money I make. And so um, that's kind of, it's the mindset I guess I have around balance and the priorities in my life. I love it. So unpacking that a little bit, you won have done an epic job prioritizing your values, what you value, what you mat, what matters to you in life. Like that's going to find spots on your calendar. Like it's going to be there and everything else that could take up space clears out when you know what you're showing up for each day and you can align your choices. You can align your hours. You can align everything to that. 
Um, I feel like that is something that a lot of people struggle with is they think they know what their priorities are, but if you went and looked at their calendar, it would say otherwise. Totally. So how, how have you gotten good at not only the time blocking and really setting your schedule up, but being disciplined to hold to that? Because that's the tipping point for a lot of people. They're like, yeah, I can time block all day long, but I don't hold myself to it. I don't stick to it. And I let everything else creep in again. See, uh, for me, it's kind of the opposite. Uh, Executing is very easy for me. Um, And so if it's on my calendar and I have put it there, I'm doing it. Uh, You just hold yourself to that standard. I I I love it. I hold myself to that standard. And I, I think I've just realized all, and I think what a lot of people struggle with is all of the other things, right? Mm. They want to go out at night to the bar or the club, or they're like, they want to spend a lot of time on social media. Um, and then they're not getting done what's on their calendar. And so yeah. we're not sleeping. And I think sleep is such an important part of finding balance and allowing yourself to thrive in the other aspects of your life. So um yeah, being disciplined to also cut out all those things that don't fulfill you um, and fit what you want in your priorities. Yeah, I love it so much. I And I love that you brought up, like, it doesn't matter how much money I'm making. It doesn't matter what success, like my business is doing. If I'm not living aligned with my highest priorities, your family, your fitness, your, all of those things need to be a priority in order to be successful in life. And I think a lot of times people get so ski wampus with where they're putting time and energy. Like I mentioned, the when you look at your calendar, what are your actual priorities based off of where you're spending your time? But that's the only way to live a life that is fulfilling and just allowing you to be your best where you can get to the end of your days and look back and go, I literally lived exactly how I wanted to. I learned, I grew, I spent my time and energy pouring into work. I love with the people I love where I love, like to be able to say that at the end, I feel like that to me, is going to be like, that's what I want to be able to say. So am I living every single day accordingly? Mm -hmm. And you're doing that. Like, that's so rad. So starting all of this at such a young age, Um, I think on the outside, you could, you could sometimes be like, oh, well, it was just easy for him. Well, clearly he just like had a leg up. He was an overnight success. He was, it just happened, whatever. What do you say to that? If someone is like kind of viewing that about your story, about your entrepreneurship journey, all of the things. Yeah. You know, Lokai did blow up and I think a lot of people would say it was an overnight success, but it took five years of work before it blew up. Um, what people don't see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the The early days of Loki was me carrying a display around New York City, store to store, and just walking in and saying, hey, is the manager, the owner here, can I tell them about my product? And getting turned down 99% of the time. Uh, and I would do that day after day after day. If I was traveling, I'd bring my display and go hit stores wherever I was. So um, I really did it just one retailer at a time. Um, yeah. and I think the, the best lesson I learned doing that, which I think, um, stops a lot of entrepreneurs from being successful is they're afraid of hearing the word no. 
Uh, and that stops them from doing or asking whatever they were going to ask. And you realize if you just hear no enough, you kind of get numb to it. Uh, and then the yeses just propel you to be that much more successful. So, um, and want to keep going. So yeah. for me, uh, learning that lesson of hearing no is okay early on, um, I think has been a big part of my continued success. Taking a quick pause from the episode to make sure that all of my network marketing friends know about my Ignite Your Life course. I built this course for any network marketer who is ready to scale your business with more purpose, harmony, and flow. You don't have to sacrifice more in order to experience more success. And I am literally giving you an exact roadmap to scale your business and find more fulfillment and find more joy and be able to do it in a way that aligns with your values and with who you are. So if you are ready to make some serious breakthroughs in your business, we literally cover it all. We'll go through breaking through limiting beliefs, building your vision, creating daily rituals. We'll go through strategies and systems and building rock solid habits to make sure that you have everything in place to live your best life in all areas, not just in your business. We'll go through sales, recruiting, leadership, working smarter, not harder, building a true legacy business that not only blesses your life, but generations to come. So if this sounds like something that will help you take things to the next level, rise to that next level of success and fulfillment and joy, then make sure that you go to micafolsomfit.com slash ignite your life to learn all about it and see if it's something that will bless your life. Yeah, I think that's huge. I think everyone will benefit from hearing that. How, I mean, I think it's easier said than done. Like, right. You're like the more knows you hear, the more numb you feel, the easier it is to hear it, the more the closer you are. How do you help that person though? That's listening. That's like, but I really hate it. I really feel rejected and personally like offended when people are saying no to something that I care about. Like, how did you get through kind of that ugh, feeling every single time? I was more scared of not being successful. Mm. Than I was of hearing the word no. I love it. So, so really like you believed so fully in what you are presenting them, what you had to offer, what you had to share that you are willing to fail the fails, to get through the nose, to continue asking, to continue to get in front of the right people, because you knew you just, you like clung to that belief in what you had. Yeah. And, you know, looking back now, as I was in bit of a naive 19, 20 year old. <laughs> Sometimes um, that's helpful. Yeah, exactly. I definitely made a lot of mistakes, but I think the thing that just happened, which was lucky, the company that I started was built on such a purpose. Mm, uh, and, yeah. And why, right? With my grandfather that I would have ran through brick walls. So I never, I had no doubt that it was going to be successful. Yeah. I happened to pick a product in a category that's the jewelry industry that's large enough to build a great sized company in. Um, there's definitely entrepreneurs that have ideas and products where the market is just too small. Uh, yeah. And no matter how hard they try, it will never be able to be a big enough business. Um, right, A small business is not a bad thing either. If that's someone's goal, but 
you have to look at market size, which isn't something I did back then, um, but happened to work out. Yeah, I love it. What would you say in all of your years of building businesses and all of your experience, what have been your most, probably the lessons that have taught you the most that maybe you wish you would have learned sooner or you wish more people knew about, or like, what can you share? Maybe that someone doesn't have to walk through themselves, but can take from you and move forward through it. Um, one would question. Be, <laughs> yeah. Two, I have two answers for you. Uh, one would be your team is everything. Mm. Um, like really trusting and believing in your team and hiring the right people uh, and letting them do their jobs to their best of their ability. Um, is a huge part of success, not so not micromanaging people. And yeah. Um, and then the second one is really separating your emotions from business decisions. Mm. Um, so I am very emotional about our mission and our purpose and what we're doing as a company. I am, I take all emotion out of the day-to-day like business decisions and when things go well or go poorly like I don't get emotional about them how have you learned to do that um so I'm on the make-a-wish board uh the national board the make-a-wish foundation which is if you don't know is an incredible organization that helps uh children with life-threatening uh diseases and issues um have have a wish and there's some incredible operators on that board with me who are professional operators, right? Like they might not be entrepreneurs, uh, but they're CEOs, CFOs, COOs of Fortune 500, Fortune 50 companies. Um, and they're so passionate. What I watched them do is be so passionate about the Make-A-Wish mission and mm. the kids and everything that the organization does. But then when it comes to like making the business decisions, emotion only cloud your judgment of what is the right business decision uh, to yeah. grow your organization and needing to take all that emotion out. So um, yeah, the, it wasn't an easy thing to learn. I also just over the last decade realized every time I got so emotional about things that were going mostly bad, right? Uh, it would affect the rest of my life. And then what happened after the, I got emotional wasn't really any different than if I didn't get emotional and upset about it. And so what's the point of like getting all crazy uh, <laughs> and probably making the wrong decision versus taking a step back, not letting it affect the rest of your life and just going with it? Because as an entrepreneur, you go through crazy highs and crazy lows yeah. Uh, and it's going to happen. And so wor worrying about it too much isn't, isn't worth the time or the energy. Yeah. It's like just really as human beings, learning how to navigate that emotional energy, like learning how to navigate the high highs and the low lows is equally important. Like not staying in the high, 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 high and over celebrating and over whatever, and getting too like big for your britches. And then also on the opposite end, not staying in the lows, not letting it keep you down, like not like learning through everything. I feel like that is something that you can only really get good at 
by practicing, by going through it, by getting totally. in the field, in the weeds, in the, all of the things. Cause you can't just read a book about that and then be like, Oh, I got this. Totally. I love it. So what would you say to our listeners who are many, many of them are entrepreneurs. Many of them are building something on the side of a career, on the side of life, on the side. And really it's kind of an optional thing. Like if if they don't do it, it's not going to really matter, but they do have goals and dreams in life that it could propel. What would you say to them how to stay connected to that desire to grow, to lean in, to prioritize it, all of that, that it's going to take? Yeah. As a early stage entrepreneur company, and I've also invested in tons of uh, startups now as well. Um, I think this, besides the product and the market, the single most important thing to success is the founder mm. uh, themselves. And it is such a competitive world that if you have a hobby and you love doing it on the side, awesome. But if your goal is to build a really huge successful company you'll have to jump all in and do it full time um i think it's just every individual's in a little bit different place and it just depends but at some point you have to look yourself in the mirror and say is this just going to be something i do on the side or do i really want to put all my effort into it and grow it and what's the right time for me to make that jump I love it. The, the all in thing, I feel like more than anything, especially at the beginning, it's more of a mindset than a time thing than anything. It's the commitment and your belief to making it all that you want it to be, not just dabbling with, well, well, maybe, maybe we could do this. Maybe we'll do that. We'll, we'll, we'll do it when it's convenient. We'll do it when it feels easy. We'll do it. That's what I see a lot of people doing is like, they like the idea of what it could be. But then when it comes to the actual work and the consistency and the, the real grit that it's going to take to build out what you want, lots of people aren't willing to actually follow through with that. Totally. And and if you have something else, when it gets hard, you'll probably shy away from it. Absolutely. And I love too, like what you were sharing, everything that you've done at the core, like you there's so much meaning and purpose tied to it. So our listeners, even if they're not creating their own product, even if they're not creating their own company, if what they're doing, if they can always stay tied to the purpose behind it, the mission in it all, where, like where the heart is, that's what the connection piece I feel like is so essential because when you get disconnected from that and Mm -hmm. you just focus on the monotonous task and the thing, that's when it's like, ugh, like, what am I even doing this for? So I think that's something that our listeners can take away from this hundred percent is like that meaning in it all is everything. Mm-hmm. Purpose, 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 purpose. Yes. I love it. Where, so you sent me a bracelet and it's beautiful and I love it. Where, where can, where can our listeners learn more about your company, get your products, find you on social, all of the good stuff. Yeah, so <clears throat> Lokai is just Lokai.com, L-O-K-A-I.com. And then we didn't get to talk about it, but Elements of Balance uh, is my new company. It's a beverage co- brand. Awesome. Uh, we're in 
about 500 CVS stores. We're in Wegmans, Bristol Farms, Harris Teeter, Meyer. Uh, you can find us on Amazon. I'd say that's the easiest place. Just Google elements of balanced drinks. Awesome. Um, and then I'm on Instagram at Steven Eisen. Cool. 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 Well, Steven, thank you so much. I love nothing more than picking brains of just people who have done epic things in life and not just outward success, but they're, you're walking the walk. Like everything that you care about is how you live. And I think that is so admirable because you can't say that about a lot of people these days, like honestly. So thank you for being on and sharing your story and your successes and your lessons and all of the things. We appreciate it. Thank you, Micah. Of course. All right, you guys, if you found this valuable, share it with your team, share it with the people that are in the trenches, building out businesses that are going to help them live the lives they want. All right. Thanks for being on once again, Stephen. And you guys will see you back here in another week. Wrapping up another episode. And I just want to thank you for sticking around. Before you head out, I would love to hear from you. It would mean the world to me if you left this podcast a quick review wherever you're listening from. And if you got some nuggets from the message today, don't forget to share it with your friends, your team, and your Instagram story so that anyone else who needs it can find it too. And be sure to tag me at Micah Folsom Fit so that I can shout you out and share your page with my friends. Thanks for hanging. Now let's go take action on those goals and dreams because if you can feel it in your heart and see it in your head, then you can hold it in your hand. So until next time, go do your craft.